if you know that tonight the Lord will do something miraculous for you, shout hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the name of the Lord. Let's begin to worship him. Let's begin to exalt him. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. Ancient of days, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration for this opportunity that you have given to us to be at your presence again this evening. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for those who are sick that you are, you are about to heal tonight. We thank you for those who are under any attack that you are about to set free. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. We thank you because tonight you will visit with us and you will do the impossible in our life. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. We magnify your name above all other names. We glorify your name above every other names in the name of Jesus. Be exalted and be glorified in our midst tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to crown to God for mercy. We are going to pray and say, Lord, tonight... Be merciful unto me. Answer me by your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, let me receive your mercy. In tonight's prayer, Lord, let every members of my family receive your mercy. In the name of Jesus, every prayer that I'm going to be praying tonight, Lord, answer it by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, let your mercy prevail for me. Let your mercy prevail for every members of my family. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Psalm 108 as we go into our prophetic prayer for this week because God is about to bring somebody forth into limelight in this week in the name of Jesus. Psalm 108 uh, verse 10. This is a question that we are going to be using to pray tonight. The Bible says, Who will bring me into the strong city who will lead me to Edom. I want us to know that there is a place that God has prepared for each and every one of us but it will need somebody, it will require somebody, it will require a, a higher power, it will require uh, a, a greater person to lead us into the place where God has prepared for us. And the question that this man was asking here is that, I know I am a man of potential. I know I am a great man. I know that there is something great about me. But I don't know who will lead me to my strong city. I don't know if somebody is crying unto God tonight and say, Father Lord, I've been in the Eden for long. I am due for so many things, but I don't know how to comfort. I don't know how I will I will bring forth the, the, the greatness that you have placed on my inside. I want us to cry unto God tonight. We are going to pray unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, in this new week, Lord, bring my life forth into glory. In the name of Jesus, bring my business forth into glory. Bring my family forth into glory. In the name of Jesus, Lord, in this week, lead us into our strong city. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Mayaleke pedelia, masunda, aikobadalika pasidika polia. This is the prophetic prayer for this week. We want to cry unto God to lead us into our strong city. 
Uh, many of us have been struggling behind a closed door. Many of us, we have been struggling for a solution. Many of us, we have been under the limitations of the powers of the wicked. This week, God wants to bring forth our life. The same way he brought forth Peter out of the prison in Acts chapter 12. And the Bible said, the iron gate opened unto Peter. The iron gate that lead into the city. I want you to open your mouth tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, lead me into my strong city. In this week, in the name of Jesus, lead my family into our strong city. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare over your life that in this week, the Lord will lead your life into a strong city. In the name of Jesus, I want you to open your mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every iron gate that lead to my strong city, that have been closed by the powers of darkness. Tonight, let those iron gates be opened by your power. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Because the angel of God was with Peter. When Peter was about to cross into that city, the Bible says the iron gates open of their own accord. I want you to cry unto God tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every satanic iron gate that has been closed against my strong city, tonight let them be opened. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, my yaleke pedelia. Iron gate that lead into our strong city of prosperity. Iron gate that lead into our strong city of ministry. Iron gate that lead into our strong city of our possession. Tonight, let them be opened in the name of Jesus. Makuda Basidia. Iron gate, hear the word of the Lord. Be opened in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by your power, let your glory overshadow my life in this week. In the name of Jesus, I don't want to dwell in the city of darkness. I don't want to dwell in obscurity anymore. Lord, shine your glory upon my life. Shine your glory upon my business. Shine your glory upon my family. Shine your glory upon my family. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I don't want to dwell in the land of austerity again. I don't want to dwell in the forgotten land anymore. Let your glory bring forth my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray that prayer. Lord, shine your light upon us. The light of God that will cause the glory of God to manifest in our life. Let that light shine upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare over your life that in this week, you will come forth into limelight in the name of Jesus. Every power that make you to dwell in the land of the forgotten. Tonight, I command fire God to destroy them in the name of Jesus. Out of the land of the forgotten, you are coming out in the name of Jesus. Your business is coming out. Your ministry is coming out. I say your career is coming out. Your children are coming out in the name of Jesus. This is the week when God will set your life on the path of glory. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you have done it. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that in this week you will come into limelight, shout hallelujah. 
I want us to open our Bible to the book of John chapter 5 as we continue with our series from that book of John chapter 5. We are going to be reading a few verses, maybe three or three to five verses. John chapter 5. We are going to be reading from verse 31 to verse 35. John 5 from verse 31 to 35. The Bible says, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another who bears witness of me. And I know, look at that. I know, this was Jesus speaking here, that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. You have, you have sent to John, verse 33 now, and he has borne witness to the truth. Yet I do not receive testimony from man, but I said these things that you may be saved. And look at verse 35. It was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing for a time to rejoice in its light. It was a burning and shining light or shining lamp, and you were willing for a time to rejoice in its light. Tonight, uh, I just want to exhort us very briefly before we continue with our prayer on what I've titled John, the forerunner of Jesus Christ. John, the forerunner of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ was here speaking about John the Baptist. He said, not only do I be, bear witness about myself, but there is a man called John the Baptist who was sent by God to bear witness about my deity. Because many people, they didn't really believe Christ as the promised Messiah. Although Isaiah prophesied thousands of years before the birth of Christ that a son will be born by a virgin and they will call, his name will be called Emmanuel. He said so many things about him. Isaiah chapter 9 from verse 1 to 3 give us like five names given to Jesus. Wonderful, Counselor, Almighty, Father, Everlasting, Father, Prince of Peace, and, and so on and so forth. So ever since that time, the Jews have been waiting for the coming of the Messiah. And when the Messiah now came, their eyes were blindfolded to it. I pray for somebody tonight. I don't know what you have been praying for. For a long time. When that thing comes, you will not miss it. In the name of Jesus. Do you know that sometimes when we are praying for something, we are crying unto God, God, do this for me. And God has done it. In fact, God has brought that thing to our way. But because we are not sensitive, we miss it. I pray in the name of Jesus. You will not miss any of your blessing again. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible makes us to understand that Jesus was telling them that John the Baptist was sent to bear witness unto him. And when we talk about a witness, who is a witness? A witness is somebody that has evidence to testify about something or about someone. Someone that has evidence, that have the truth, that have something to say about something or someone and, and, and provide those evidence. And that was what God called John the Baptist to do. He was called to bear witness unto Christ. And that's why tonight we want to look at the life of John the Baptist. And there, there, a, there is a message, there is a point that God gave me towards the end of this message when I was preparing, which we are going to be using to pray. Now, who is this John the Baptist? 
who, who, who was this John the Baptist? I want us to know that in life, in life, who we know, or let me put it, let me start with this. What we know is very, very important in life. What we know, what we know is very, very important. If we are going to amount to anything, if we are going to experience success in our career, in any areas of our life, what we know matters. What we know. The book of John chapter 8 verse 32, the Bible says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall make you free, or shall set you free. And 1 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 2, the Bible says, If anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing as he ought to know. Look at that. Which means even though sometimes our knowledge can still have limitation. Especially if we don't know what we are supposed to know. And in the journey of life, there are certain things that we need to know if we are going to make progress. You know, there's a proverb that you always say that if you don't know how your mates are making it, you will struggle, you will struggle for life. So, which means if your mates are succeeding, talk to them. Ask them, what is the secret? Tell me, share with me, what is your secret? But if you want to believe that uh, um, uh, you, want to, you want to be pompous, you want to be proud, and you don't want to ask questions, you will struggle for a long time. So, what we know is very important. Then number two, who we know is also very important in life. Who we know. Because what we know and who we know uh, the combination of it is what will help us to become a witness. And that was what helped John the Baptist to become a witness. What John knows and who John knows make him to become a perfect witness about Christ. Who you know? Who you know? <laughs> who you know? The book of Daniel chapter 11 verse 32, the Bible said, those that do know their God, the Bible said, they shall be strong and they shall do exploit. Who you know? Now, let me ask each and every one of us a question tonight before we continue. Who do you know? Because who you know in life will determine the height to which you can get to. Who you know in life? Who you know in life will determine the height to which you can get to in life. You know, Jesus Christ was speaking in John chapter 7 verse 29. He said, but I know him. This was Jesus speaking about his father. He said, I know him for I am from him. And he sent me. Look at that. That was a that was a confident declaration. Say, I know my God. I know my Father. I I came from Him. In fact, He was one that sent me into this world. And Paul was speaking in Philippians chapter three, verse ten. He said that I may know Him, brethren. This week, I want to put us in a, on a challenge to know God. Paul said that I may know Him because who we know matters. Do you know one of the reasons why the martyrs of Christ, many of those that were killed, that they put knife on their neck and, and they cut off their, 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 their head from their neck. Some of them, they dragged them, they tied them to a horse and they dragged the horse around the stadium until when the, the pieces of their body was on the, on, the, on the ground and they died gradually. And yet they did not deny Christ. Do you know why they were able to do that? Because of who they know. Not only because of what they know, but because of who they know. I want us to know that until when we know God, as we ought to know him, 
there are some things that we are still going to be complaining about. Some of us will still be complaining that I can't fast. I have ulcer. I always have a stomach ache anytime I fast. Anytime I fast. You know, I can't do this. I can't do that. <laughs> it's because we have not known God. By the time we know this God we are talking about, I'm telling us there will be a zeal upon us that will, that will drive us to go extra mile for God. Who we know matters. In fact, who we know is much more important than what we know. First John chapter 2, verse 3. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, Now by this we know that we know him. How do we know that we know God? Because we keep his commandment. That is one of the ways. We know God by keeping his commandment. It is not only by signs and wonders. And that's where many of us are missing it. In fact, many of us, we are trying to know God in our little capacity. But we, 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 we seem to despise ourselves and say, ah, ah, look at that pastor. Look at that man of God. He's performing signs and wonders. And I'm a Christian like him. I don't think I know God enough. Because I'm not performing signs and wonders. No, 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 no. Don't confuse things. There are miracle workers out there that don't even know God. There are many people that they are just ordinary instruments. They are instruments in the hand of God. They don't know God. Many people don't know God. The fact that you are performing signs and wonders doesn't mean that you know God. Look at what John said here in 1 John 2 verse 3. He said, now by this we know, not by signs and wonders, by this we know that we know him when we keep or if we keep his commandments. That's how we know that we know God. So what I'm telling us is that what made John to be a, a, a viable witness for Christ was because of what John knows and who John knows. In fact, John the Baptist, before his birth, Isaiah prophesied about him. According to Isaiah chapter 40, if you read from verse, from maybe from verse 1 to 5, Isaiah prophesied about him. I'm, we are still going to be praying about that towards the end of the message. Even Jesus Christ, when, he, when, when Christ came, Jesus Christ was speaking about John the Baptist. He, he said something in, in Luke chapter 7. He said, among, among those who were born of men, he said, there is no one greater than John the Baptist. So even Jesus Christ, you know, he said, about, he said that about, Jesus, about John the Baptist. Now, this man called John the Baptist, was, what was his mission? His mission was simple, just to come and reveal who Christ was. He was the forerunner of Jesus. Because he was, a, he was born to the family of a priest. And he already, before Christ started his ministry, John the Baptist, because he, he was from the family of the priest, he, he already had audience of many of the Jews. So, before Christ came, he was the one that was talking to people about Christ. That there is a man coming after me, whose shoe I'm not, I'm not worthy to lose. He's the one that will baptize with Holy Ghost and with fire. He's the one that God has promised to be the Messiah. He was saying all this about Jesus. For example, in Mark chapter 1 verse 2, Mark chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible says, And as it is written in the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face. Who will prepare your way before you? So what John was called to do was to prepare the way before Christ. In John chapter 1 verse 6, John chapter 1 verse 6, the Bible said there was a man sent from God. Look at that. Whose name was John. Look at that. This man came for a witness. To bear witness of the light. 
that all through him might believe. And look at verse 8. It was not that light, but it was sent to bear witness of that light. And look at verse 9. That, and that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into, the, into this world. So the reason why John was sent was just to, be, to bear witness about Christ. That was, that was his mission. That was his assignment. In fact, by the time we, go, we get to John 1 verse 15, John 1 verse 15, I mean John chapter 1 verse 15, verse 15 the Bible says, John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Look at that. Look at powerful testimony that John was giving about Christ. And in John chapter 1 verse 29, look at another thing that John said about Jesus. And the next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold the Lamb of, the world, of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. In the same thing in John chapter, John chapter 1 verse 32, the Bible says, And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and remained upon him. And look at verse 34. And I have seen and testify that this is the Son of God. That was the mission. I have seen and have testified that this man called Jesus of Nazareth is the Son of God, is the Messiah. He was, he was to prepare the way for Jesus. And I want us to know, as we are going to be praying tonight, that when it comes to life, preparation is very important. And that was the key message. Because I was asking God, what is the key message? What is the one point that you want us to focus on in our prayer? And the Spirit of God just stroked my heart and said, preparation. Preparation. Because before God will do anything, He will always prepare for it. In fact, many of the people in the Bible that does great and mighty things, they prepare for it. For example, the Bible was talking about, about a man called Jotam in 2 Chronicles 27 verse 6. The Bible says, so Jotam became mighty. Look at that. Because he prepared his ways before the Lord is God. He became mighty. It became mighty. There are many of us that we have lost opportunity because we are not prepared for it. And there is a proverb that says, if you don't prepare for success, you will fail. Only those that prepare for success are the ones that pass. They are the ones that will succeed. Opportunity only comes to those who are prepared for it. Opportunity. Let me give us, there was a story I was reading in one of this man's book, John Maxwell. John, John Maxwell. You know, he said there were, there were two says men that were sent they were sent to a, a, a city a, you know to go and do a survey and when they got there they discovered that everybody in that city or in that country they were not wearing shoes and one of the salesmen said he called back to his home office and said when i got to the city not none of them put on shoes so our business is not here i'm returning back tomorrow and then the the second man he called back to his home office. He said, here we go. I find out that nobody wears shoes in this city. And here we can make a good sales by producing shoes for people to buy and wear. 
and that was how he, you know he, he sent back message to his company that they need to start producing more shoe because there is a market for shoe in that country. So what I'm telling us is that if we are not prepared, if we are not prepared in life, we may not get to some certain level. Preparation is very important. Amos chapter 4 verse 12. Amos chapter 4 verse 12. Look at what the Bible says. Therefore thus will I do unto thee, O Israel. I want you to listen to me. Thus will I do. This was God speaking here. He said, thus will I do unto you, O Israel. And because I will do this unto thee, prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Look at that. Do you know sometimes God is about to act, but there is no preparation grant. And that was why God was telling the children of Israel, He said, prepare to meet. There is something I want to do, but you have to prepare for it. You have to prepare for it. In fact, in Hebrew chapter 11 verse 16, the Bible was talking about the patriarchs. The Bible said, but now they desire a better country that is an heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. Look at that. God has prepared for them a city in heaven. That was why they were ready to die for God. Because they know that their death is a translation into glory. What are you preparing about your future? In fact, when Jesus Christ was about to leave in a closed-door meeting that he had with his disciples in John 14 from verse 2 to 3, the Bible says, in my father's house, this was Jesus speaking here, say, in my father's house, and many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to what? To prepare a place for you. Look at that. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Even as we are talking right now, there is a mansion being prepared in heaven for us. So heaven is not, it's not a place that is disorganized. Everything, everything is already prepared. The, the, the house where we are going to live, the mansion where we are going to live, it's not like, it's not like somebody, a Christian would die and, and heaven will be shocked. No, everything is already prepared. Everything is prepared. God himself, he, he prepared before he does anything. And let me, let, in conclusion, before, because I want us to go and pray. In conclusion, in conclusion, I want us to open our Bible to the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 40. Let's, let's see what Isaiah said about John so that we can understand this concept. In conclusion, Isaiah chapter 40, I want to read from verse 3 to 5. The Bible said, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Look at that. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And look at verse 4. Every valley shall be exalted. This can only be done during the time of preparation. And every mountain and hill shall be made straight. That is, mountains of obstacles, mountains of hindrances. The, the Bible said they will be made straight. This can only be done during the time, time of preparation. And the rough places shall be made spoon. And look at verse 5. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. The reason why the glory of God has not been revealed in many of our lives is because of lack of preparation. There is something that John, and this is the ministry of John the Baptist. This is what will lead to the glory of God in the life of Christ. 
there must be preparation. The Bible says, verse 5, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. There are so many good things that the mouth of the Lord has spoken. But they, have, they, are yet, they are yet to come into manifestation because there is lack of preparation. I pray in the name of Jesus that whatever we need to do <laughs> for our next level, tonight, God will give us the power to prepare for it in the name of Jesus. Now, let me, let me, let, let's be practical about this teaching of tonight. If you are single, how are you preparing for when you are going to become a wife? Are you preparing for how you are going to become a mother? Because marriage is just marriage is more than the first wedding day. It's more than the wedding. Many people prepare for wedding, but they don't prepare for marriage. If you are still a waiting mother, have you been preparing for how you can be waking up at 2 a.m. when your child or when your, your child or your son or your daughter is crying? Can you handle that? Now, if you, are, if you are asking God for promotion and you are saying, God, I want to be promoted. What have you been doing to prepare yourself for that promotion? Are you taking any certification exam? Are you, are you, are you, are you enrolling yourself back in school for more knowledge in that area? Are you able to handle on course? Maybe your job, for you to become a manager, you have to be on call. Maybe sometimes, you know, during the week, they may be calling you at 2 a.m. They may be calling you at 5 a.m. that you need to report at another location outside of the city where you live. Are you able to handle that with your current situation of things in your family? No, because when it comes to our prayer, many of us, we are only praying and praying like a machine gun. We are, we are spraying bullets all over the place, but we are not doing anything to prepare for it. God will only answer our prayers in the areas where we are prepared. I want us to know that tonight, starting from tonight, many of our lives will begin to take a new shape. As we prepare, that is to say, as we are praying, we are also doing what we are supposed to do. We don't just leave everything unto God. I said, God is in heaven. Uh -uh. Is, he, is he not the one that created the heaven and the earth? Is he not the, the king of kings? Is he not the lord of lords? And we are, we, are, we are elogizing God. We are elogizing God. But we are, we are not doing anything. Nothing will happen. We can be elogizing God and say, ah, he's the king of kings. He's the lord of lords. He's the ancient of days. Just be saying that and not do anything. Nothing will happen in your, in your life. There is need for preparation. There is need. There are so many good things God has spoken concerning us, but we need preparation. There is something we need to do on our part before that prophecy that has gone ahead of us will come to pass. Many of us, we are waiting for prophecy. Oh, the, the man of God has prophesied. Oh, they have prophesied. I, I have it in my diary that I will become this. I will become that. But what are you doing towards the fulfillment of that prophecy? I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. In conclusion, let me give us this point. I'll just run through it. When, when, when it comes to preparation, what preparation will help us to achieve? Well, number one, when there is adequate preparation, I'm going to use letter Ho. I'll just run through it. Obstacles will be removed. Yes, when there's what? Adequate preparation. What is called obstacles? Obstacles will be cleared out of the way. When there is adequate preparation, number two, opposition will be dealt with. Opposition. Will be dealt with. Number three, when there is adequate preparations, opportunities will manifest. Opportunity will manifest. You know, there, 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 there was a time when I was, I was I was looking for job, you know, and 
when the when the when the employers or uh, this uh, uh, agency when they call me, they say, okay, do you have this certification? And I discovered that most of them when they called, they they keep asking for that certification. Do you have this certification? Before I know it, I say, you know what? Let me leave looking for job. Let me go and face this certification they're asking. And immediately I got that certification, I was able to secure a better job. So what I'm saying is that opportunity only locates people who are prepared for it. Number four, when there is adequate preparations, power of God will begin to operate. Power of God will begin to operate. There will be operation of the power of God. How do I know that? In Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And look at verse 2. And the heart was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Have you asked yourself what the Spirit of God was doing? When the Bible said the Spirit of God was moving upon the face of the water, what the Spirit of God was doing was to prepare for the operation of the power of God. It was the Spirit of God was moving, He was preparing, He was moving over the heart that was dark, that was without shape, that was without form. The Spirit of God was moving over it to prepare the ground for God. And when God saw that the Spirit of God has moved enough, look at verse 3. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Look at that. But before God spoke, the Bible said the Spirit of God moved. So preparation, only advocate preparation will bring oppression of the power of God. Many of us, we, are, we, are, we, are, we, we want God to move. We want God's power to come down. Power of God will not come down until when there is adequate preparation. Number six, when there is adequate preparation, there will be open heaven. There will be open heaven. In Luke chapter 3 verse 21, the Bible said, Now when all the people were baptized, look at that. Who was baptizing them? John the Baptist. He was the one that was, that was called to be a forerunner for Jesus. When all the people were, were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized. By who? By John the Baptist. And look at the next thing. And praying, the heaven was opened. Look at that. Because of adequate preparation, heaven opened over the ministry of Jesus. I pray for somebody tonight that heaven will open over your business. I say heaven will open over your family. I say heaven will open over your ministry. In the name of Jesus. Number six. When there is adequate preparations, things will be in order. There will be order in our life. The reason why there is no order in our home, the reason why there is no order in our business, in our career, in our life, is because of lack of preparation. When there is preparation, things will be in order. No wonder in Psalm 119 verse 133, the Bible says, Order my steps in thy word, and let not iniquity have dominion over me. Order my step. Put my life in order. And let not iniquity have dominion over me. Then lastly, before we go and pray, when there is adequate preparation, there will be overshadowing of the glory of God. The glory of God will overshadow our life. The glory of God will overshadow our life. Many of us, we have been praying, but we have lacked preparation. But the glory of God will only come down after we have done our preparation. Look at that. After adequate preparation. Do you know that the fire did not fall in 1 Kings chapter 18 until when Elijah prepared the altar? The fire did not fall. The Bible says he repaired the altars. 
he put everything in place before the fire fell. He put the, the sacrifice on it. He even poured water into it. He arranged all the wood. He made every, he, he prepared the altar before the glory came down. And you know, that, that Isaiah 40 verse 5, the Bible says, After preparation has been made, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Isaiah 40 verse 5, And the glory of God shall be revealed. And the glory of God shall be revealed. And the glory of God shall be revealed. After adequate preparation. I want us to go and pray. We are going to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God tonight. The first prayer we are going to pray is this. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me the grace for adequate preparation. The grace, the grace, the grace, the grace <laughs> to prepare. The grace for adequate preparation. Lord, release that grace upon me tonight. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's cry unto God for the grace. The grace for adequate preparation. Mayala gabadagadagaba. Mesotalikapa. Masunda aikoba sidikapolia. That change that we expect in our career. That change that we expect in our home. The grace for adequate preparation for this. Lord, release it upon us in the name of Jesus. Lord, release it upon us in the name of Jesus. The grace for adequate preparation. Release it upon us, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to cry unto God. We are going to pray and say, Father, help me to discover my mission. Now, if you have been following some of the morning prayers we have been doing, especially on Sunday, we have been talking about purpose, life mission, purpose, and purpose, life mission. You know, we have gotten to a time when we need to discover our, our life vision, I mean, our life missions, our purpose, our purpose. If at this point of our life, we don't know what God has called us to do, I, I wonder what we are going to be rewarded for when we get to heaven. Because we need to start doing it. Whatever God, has, when we get to heaven, God will only reward us for the assignment that he committed to us that we did on earth. That is what God will reward us for. So if we are doing something else apart from what God has called us to do, there is no reward for it when we get to heaven. And that's why I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God. Because John discovered his purpose. He faced that assignment. In fact, do you know when people were talking about John the Baptist? In John chapter 10, I read something that shocked me. John chapter 10 from verse 41. The Bible says, Then many came to him, that is, many came to Jesus, and said, John performed no signs or miracle, but all the things that John spoke about him, about this man called Jesus, were all true. The Bible said John did not perform one single miracle because what God called him to come and do was just to be a witness for Christ. John wasn't going for 40 days. He wasn't doing 40 days marathon fasting. I said, God, I want to raise the dead. No, that was not what God called him to do. What God called him to do is to come and be a witness for Jesus. And he faced that mission. He faced it and he accomplished it. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, what you have called me to do, my life mission, Lord, help me to discover it. Help me to begin to work on it. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, our life mission, what you have called us to do, help us to discover it and help us to begin to work on it. In the name of Jesus, we 
we shall not miss our reward in heaven. In the name of Jesus, Lord, reveal your mind unto us about what you want us to do and give us the grace to begin to do it. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I, I, I will just say we should watch out for some of the money prayers we are going to be doing, you know, especially on Sunday. We are going to be, uh, you know, sharing more information on that. Now, I want us to go to the next prayer point. We are still praying. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every obstacles, because tonight is a night of preparation. Every obstacles. There are some of us that there are some things that God ought to have done. But because there is obstacle on the way, those things are yet to be done. We want to clear them out. We want to clear out every obstacles out of our way. We are going to crown to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every obstacles on the way of my progress, every obstacles on the way of my advancement, tonight by the fire of Holy Ghost, be destroyed and be removed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, tonight we pray, let every obstacle be removed. In the name of Jesus, every mountains of obstacles, every mountains of obstruction, every mountains of hindrances, out of the ways of our blessings, out of the ways of our miracles, tonight we command in the name of Jesus, be removed by fire, in the name of Jesus, be clear out of the way, by the Holy Ghost fire, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, every obstacles on the ways of our promotion, every obstacles on the ways of our advancement, tonight be cleared out of the way, by the fire of Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let every obstacles be removed, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed, I want you to open your mouth, because until when there is adequate preparation, Opposition will be will, will continue to build up. Opposition will continue to build up until when there is adequate preparation. I want us to open our mouths and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every satanic forces opposing my advancement, opposing my purpose, opposing my life, tonight be destroyed by the fire of Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Satanic forces, satanic spirit, satanic power, opposing our advancement, opposing our blessing. Tonight we come against you. Be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray that prayer. Masuda, every power opposing us, every power pushing us backward. Each and every time we make an attempt to go forward, tonight we come against you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your fire destroy every opposition out of our ways of progress. In the name of Jesus, remove every opposition. Let every opposition bow to the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go in the journey of this week, let opportunity meet with my preparation. That's the prayer. Opportunities. <laughs> let opportunity meet with my preparation. Now, if I were to ask, maybe you have been talking about your business, your business, your business. If I were to ask you, if I give you one million dollar right now, what are you going to do with one million dollar? How are you going to multiply one million dollar into two million dollars within, within a year? If you don't have that plan, that means you are not prepared. That's why people that talk with great men, great mind, they are men that they, they, they already have everything they want to do. They, want, they have everything they want to do. 
if 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 let me let me let me put it this way if you were to meet with big gate tomorrow and have a lunch with big gate what are you going to be discussing with big gate i want to talk this is thing that when we begin to ask ourselves it will change our thinking if you are to have opportunity to, to meet with big with big with big gate what are you going to be discussing with big gate if you, and you are a businessman, you, you are a businesswoman, what are you going to be discussing with him? Because that's an opportunity to meet with somebody who is great. But if you are not prepared for it, you will just eat and then be, be get prepared for your lunch or whatever it is. And then you will just shake hand and then you go. That's it. <laughs> I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let opportunities begin to meet with my preparation. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that as from this week henceforth, open the doors of opportunity unto us. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Makota Yadagaba, we shall not miss our opportunity again. In the name of Jesus, we shall not miss our opportunity again. In the name of Jesus, let new doors of opportunities open unto us. In the name of Jesus, every closed door to our opportunity, we command you to be open tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God for the power of God to come down and operate in our life. I told us that sometimes, if there is no adequate preparation, there won't be operation of the power of God. Even look at the disciples in Acts chapter two. Acts chapter two. If you read it, the Bible says, "And on the day of uh, and on the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost has fully come, they were all in one accord in one place, and as they were praying." The Bible says there was a wind that came down and there was a fire that descended upon them and everyone in that house was filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues as the spirits gave them utterance. But let me tell us this. It was not on the same day they were in the upper room that the Holy Ghost fell. It took them maybe another 10 days. We don't know. But it wasn't on the same day. They were, but they were there. They didn't leave the upper room. They were preparing. They were waiting on God. They will wait until when the power come down. Oh my God. When there is adequate preparation, power of God will come down. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to crown to God tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let your power come down upon my life. Let your power come down upon my family. Let your power come down upon my ministry. Let your power come down upon my family. Let your power come down upon my children. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Because I'm also waiting on you tonight. Lord, let your power fall. In the name of Jesus. The power that will help us to succeed. The power that will move our life forward. The power that will give us dominion. Let that power fall. In the name of Jesus. The power that will repair what the enemy has destroyed in our life. Let that power come down. In the name of Jesus. The power that will give us Success in all our endeavors. Let that power come down. In the name of Jesus, let your power fall. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouths. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in this week as I go, open the heavens over my life. When there is adequate preparation, all heavens will open. No many people don't understand why we pray like this. They will say, why, why are they wasting their time? 
each and every time we pray like this, we are, we are opening up our heavens for the week. Many people don't know. We are opening up our heavens for the week. And that's why things go smooth for people that pray all the time. Because people that pray all the time, we always secure and open heaven. I want us to open up. That's one of the ways of preparation. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in this week, open the heavens over my life. I don't want to operate under a closed heaven. I don't want to struggle under a closed heaven. Open the heavens over my ministry. Open the heavens over my business. Open the heavens over my family. In the name of Jesus, let the rains of power fall. Let the rains of blessing fall. In the name of Jesus, open the heavens. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, open the heavens. In the name of Jesus, open the heavens over our life. Open the heavens over our career. Open the heavens over our family. In the name of Jesus, we refuse to operate under a closed heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And I mentioned to us that when there is adequate preparation, order, things will begin to get into order. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, put my life in order. Put my career in order. Put my ministry in order. Put my children in order. Let order set into my home. Let order set into my career. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father Lord, we pray that from tonight, you will put our life in order. In the name of Jesus. Put our children in order. Put our family in order. In the name of Jesus. Every spirit of disorderliness, we bind and we cast you out. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, put our life in order. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And finally, I want us to pray. We are going to pray down the glory of God. When there's adequate preparation, the glory of God will overshadow us. Let the power of the Lord come down. Let the glory of the Lord come down in Jesus' name. Let the power of the Lord from heaven come down. Let the power of the Lord Come down, let the glory, let the glory of the Lord come down. Let the glory, let the glory of the Lord come down in Jesus' name. Let the glory of the Lord from heaven come down. Let the glory of the Lord come down. I want us to open our mouth and begin to pray. And say, Father, tonight, overshadow my life with your glory. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Makuda likapa. Yes, God's power has come down. God is in our midst. God is in our midst. Open your mouth. Tap into that power. Tap into that glory. Tonight, overshadow our life with your glory. In the name of Jesus, overshadow our career with your glory. Overshadow our family with your glory. In the name of Jesus, let your glory come down. Let your power come down. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.